0: This is episode number 385 of WP Watercooler, WordPress 5.7. Brought to you by ServerPress Makers Desktop Server, they make local WordPress development easy. Check them out at serverpress.com. Support us on Patreon, go to patreon.com slash WP Watercooler. If you can help us out over there, we'd appreciate it. I'm Jason Tucker. I'm an IT director. You can find me over at Jason Tucker on Twitter.
1: I'm Steve Zengid. I'm the founder of Zeke Interactive, and I run the OC WordPress meetup.
0: I'm not Say Reed. She does some on stuff on the, the internet. You should go check it out. Make Say WordPress, Reed WordPress Media and all the WordPress, things. WordPress,
2: and y'all know who it is. It's your boy Jason Cosper, aka Fat Mullenweg, at Booga on Twitter and all the things.
0: Go help us out. Go over to Apple podcasts, search for us real quick. Leave us a review. Even if you don't listen to us, just leave us a review over there. We'd really appreciate it. I'm just trying to, trying to get people to listen to us as a podcast, or at least make it look like people are listening to us as a podcast. So we'd appreciate that. Thanks. So, I was,
2: I was out, I was out last weekend and I listened to us as a podcast this morning, just so I could make sure that I didn't miss anything to, to carry over from last week, but not so much.
0: Nice. Steve's never listened to us. I don't think Steve knows that we put this on the internet. I'm not listening to you now. <laughs> so WordPress 5.7 has arrived. Um, people have uh, updated their sites. Some people have not updated their sites. Some people like Steve haven't even thought about updating their sites yet. They're, he's just going to, he's just going to hold out and, and wait, give it a couple weeks or something like that. Right, Steve? 572. 572. <laughs> three, maybe three. Nice. So we're going to kind of go through a little rundown of um, what's changed there. If, we, if we've if we've heard anything, having our ear to the ground of uh, if anything's broken and people are, are pissed about it or anything like that or, or any of those sorts of things and just kind of work through some of those things. So um, WordPress 5.7, we're, you know, Most sites are really good at uh, going through like news sites and stuff, going through and kind of, um, you know, writing little lists of all the things that are going on and have, uh, you know, updates are happening within it. And you can kind of tell when they've copied each other because they've kind of used the exact same uh, formatting, the exact same uh, ordering and whatnot. But I, I think one of the the biggest the biggest sleeper ones that I'm thinking is is happening in this, and I'm going to skip around a little bit, is the HTTP to HTTPS migration. Uh, I have a feeling that people are are just going to you know look at this one and go like, oh yeah, that's been in there forever, hasn't it? And you know, Cosper, even during the pre-show, you were saying that you know some web host just kind of manages for us, right? Yeah. Um, no. What do you, what do you guys think about that of, of having HTTPS just kind of, you flip a switch and it just kind of does what it needs to do? Well,
2: I, I know that a lot of managed WordPress hosts, um, over the years have kind of done a, a pretty good job of when, when you, uh, especially after let's encrypt came out and everybody could start, uh, adding HTTPS to their site, um that they could um basically run what was effectively a simple search and replace um in in a lot of cases i know i've worked at a few managed hosts over my career Um, they normally just use wp-cli the search replace command and and run that it's not perfect because sometimes you'll run into something where you're still you know, you, you still see an HTTP request on an HTTPS page and you get the mixed content warning. Uh, but building this into WordPress so everybody gets it, not just the people who can afford to shell out for a managed host who who tries to make uh, those processes as pain-free as possible, I think is great.
1: Is that essentially all it's doing, is doing kind of a find-replace inside of your database? Or, I mean, it's not, it's not issuing a Let's Encrypt certificate. Right. So if you're not, no, if you're not HTTPS, it's not, it's not going to do anything. It's not going to work. Right. Um, as a matter of fact, it might break, uh, something. Right. So, I mean, listen, listen, let's, let's be clear. Everybody that's hosting a site should be on HTTPS and should have a certificate. Yeah. So let's, let's get that out of the way first. But for those that aren't, uh, I'm, ass- I'm assuming what this feature is doing is doing what you just described. It's an easier way to do kind of a search and replace of all the HTTP, uh, strings that are inside of your database.
0: Yeah. And it's part of site health. So the, the site health uh, part of um, WordPress, which is on your dashboard, if you wanted to go look there, there's other places where it's available as well, but it gives you that idea of like, you know, how bad is my site? What's messed up about it? What things have it detected? And one of these in particular is if it notices it's using HTTP and you want to switch it, it'll, it'll take care of that through HTTPS. Yeah. I don't know. So it seems like it's one of those things where like, the, the cat bloggers out there need to be able to, to make this thing work and, and just kind of have it happen and not have to go through a whole bunch of extra stuff.
1: Is that a group now? The cat bloggers? Is that, well, you know,
0: I gotta, I gotta make sure that we're using all of the correct terminology here. And if I'm going to make up my own terminology, then I might as well just keep uh, adding to that lexicon. (laughs)
1: I'm I'm not faulting it. I like it.
0: I think think it's great. Well, so you guys are—I—I I, I still haven't joined the Gutenberg train, um, but I know—I know you folks have. W- what are you guys looking at with these um, these new um, blocks and new functionality that they've added within uh, the block editor? How are you guys feeling about that?
1: Yeah, there is quite a bit coming for the uh, uh, for the block editor. I'm going to pull up the feature list here because I was reading through it um, um,
0: th- uh, the uh, this week. Um, um, one in particular I, that I saw was the the full height block.
1: Well, before I get there, I was going to ask you why are you not using Gutenberg? What's what, what 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 are you? What's the hesitation there?
0: Um, I don't know. I think I I think I'm kind of am currently set in my ways. I'm not going to say that I'm fully set in my ways, but I'm I'm currently set in my ways. Um, I've been jumping around a little bit between this is an intervention using, I know, but I've been using, <laughs> I've been using Beaver Builder and Divi, um, kind of jumping between those on, on a, t- a couple different sites that I have just kind of figuring out what's out there and what, why people are using these things. I've been using Beaver Builder since it came out. So for me, it's like, uh, you know, I don't write a whole lot of blog posts themselves. It's more long lines of pages. Yeah. And so if I'm going to do a page, then I want to have something that's going to be able to do the entire page, not just the content section of it.
1: Sure. And so, um so I mean the, there are a ton of improvements coming for the block editor in 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 5.7. It just keeps ke- getting better, but essentially I think where they're going and this is un- this is happening under the hood is the block editor is going to become a full site builder. I mean that's yep. that it's not a secret, that's that's in this feature set. It's not it's not fully baked yet, but that's that's what's happening here. And so a lot of these features are geared toward that, like the one you mentioned, the full um you know full height uh blocks. Um you know that's that's kind of a site building feature is what that mm-hmm. is.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually um, the, they're looking to put, uh, I mean, we're talking about five, seven and, and it's release. They're looking to put full site editing in five, eight. And we were talking about this before the, before the show um, where it's kind of uh, like a go or no go in just a month. Uh, Josefa posted uh, a post on the make WordPress blog about how um, full-site editing is coming and uh, potentially in 5.8, as long as by April 13th, everything looks good. So, I mean, Steve said, it's coming. It's it's coming sooner than we think.
1: To put it in the uh, WordPress terms, it's imminent,
0: right? Those are the emails <laughs> sure. I get. Uh,
1: every, time, every time a new major version of WordPress comes out, I get, I get those emails from the, the plugin repository.
0: And uh, then they tell you how nominal WordPress is as well? um uh, so stacked buttons being able to do sizes of social network um icons you know they're they're adding a bunch of stuff to the block editor and maybe by the time i actually get to it i won't even realize that i'm not using beaver builder anymore and i'm just using the block editor because all the stuff's already there (laughs) yeah possible it's possible
2: i i i got tasked um, gosh i would say um, probably around Thanksgiving, maybe a little bit before uh, at work to take a page that we had built in Beaver Builder and just see what it looks like trying to do it in Gutenberg. And uh, I managed to build a very close facsimile of the page between Beaver Builder and Gutenberg. And it's not even with full site editing, um, just the fact that uh, I could take Astra um, and put, you know, all the blocks in place and get a, a decent facsimile. And uh, one of the points was is to test it and then see how much faster it was once we got Beaver Builder out of the mix. Nothing against Beaver Builder; I love those guys. But um, I mean, Gutenberg has really been pushing on uh, page speed and making things faster um, for end users. So I think that that was. Uh, really eye-opening and the fact that, you know, we're coming up on full site editing um, in the next three or four months when WordPress five, eight ships. Yeah. I I think that's really exciting. Yep. Yeah. That, that might actually be a challenge to you, Jason. See if uh, you've got hosting with a staging environment, I think. Oh yeah, totally. Maybe, Maybe you should try to rebuild um, the Beaver Builder pages that you've done for the water cooler on um, in Gutenberg uh, I think there's there. I mean you can get a preview of the full site editing stuff mm-hmm. in there I know it's still kind of in a beta but maybe that's something to try and see yeah. what that does for your page speed score I know you've had some uh, page speed woes in the past so maybe this is a, a thing that will help you
0: yeah, I'll, I'll definitely take a look at it and see. It's you know, it's it's something I've been wanting to do, but it it just hasn't happened yet. But yeah, I'll definitely take a look at it.
1: Um, you, there is a learning curve,
0: right? So yeah, uh, I
1: know we're here to talk about five seven, but there you know there there is a learning curve. It does take you you have to wrap your mind around it and play with it a little bit. Um, it's it's way different than you know what you're used to in classic editor. But anyway, mm-hmm. let's get back to let's get back to the changes that they made in in five seven. So I think the whole the full height one is a is a good is a good place to start. Um, a, a lot of the improvements are um, just sort of things that kind of improve the whole drag and drop uh, stuff. The little preview guy, so the the, the preview uh, bar that's on the on the left hand side, um, that got an improvement maybe a couple versions of WordPress ago, and so they're they're doing they're doing a, a bunch of improvements there. Um, some stuff with drag and drop. Um, and then you know a lot of them are are kind of specific right i'm just just reading down the list here and i was looking through like i said i was looking through this earlier but um they've they've made some improvements for like the you know the social icons you can you can now change the sizes in the social icons block right so those those things are 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 there as well
0: yeah it looks like uh like buttons being able to have vertical buttons versus horizontal buttons and those sorts of things Uh, you know one of the ones that caught my eye um kind of going through this list is uh the color palette that they're um proposing and how just
1: look at that yeah
0: (laughs) (sighs) dude it kind of takes me back to the days and this is obviously gonna um gonna date me and it'll it'll date the rest of you as well um but having like web safe colors it takes me back to like those days where it's like you know (sighs) is this color web safe or not not to say that that's what this is because, you know, we're, we're beyond those at this point. But the idea that, you know, it's like here's your palette and here's the things that you can kind of work with um, with these colors um, seems interesting. It's also um, it's also nice because of the fact that they're taking into um, the fact that there's contrast ratio between there's contrast between each of these that you're able to. Make sure that um, you know that they're accessible and, and those sorts of things as well. So I think when you lead by example like this, it allows for people to know what the constraints are and how to kind of make sure you're staying within those constraints.
1: No, I think they should just open up a color wheel on all of them and let <laughs> people just choose whatever colors they want everywhere. I think that make it GeoCities. <laughs>
0: make it GeoCities.
1: <laughs> I think what you're saying is is they there actually- digging. There's actually a designer putting some science behind this, right? So that they're not so that the colors actually work together rather than just having all the colors, of the rainbow, uh, right?
2: You know, I, I, I hear, I hear what you're saying, Steve. And I I do think that it's great that they're standardizing this, but I do think maybe, maybe just maybe we need to bring a little geo cities and a little weird back to the web because it's all, um, Steve Please Steve
0: don't. hasn't had a MIDI player work on his site in
2: years. Oh, I mean, man, but he right. still he
0: still has a MIDI player on there, and it's still trying to play those songs, and it's just not working. Yeah, no. Um, well, I
2: mean, okay. So um, I, I I saw something the other day. This is uh, only mildly off topic. Um, Gwalb G W A L B. Um, it it uh, effectively a designer uh, called Gwalb the color of the web, which is gray with a little blue. And <laughs> true. That is <laughs> true. I mean, you, you look at Facebook, you look at Reddit, you look at Twitter, gray with a little blue. That is, and, and it's so freaking dull. Like let's get some better colors in there. Uh, look, yeah.
1: I, 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 I agree with you. Um, I, um, God, like, I'm going to, I'm going to steal that wall. <laughs> It's awesome. Um, 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 you, 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 you are uh, you are a hundred percent right. Um, the um, s- skipping kind of past that stuff. The the developer stuff is is usually what interests me, right? And so um, I do like the what they've done with the robots uh, API. I don't know if you got a chance to look at that and look at the API and look at what's being done, but that is a welcome uh, change. Being able to um, Program and affect what's in your robots.txt file is 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 actually critically important for SEO. Yeah, Absolutely.
0: makes me seem like it's one of those things that like you know how Android folks always say that like this has been in an Android forever, but uh, but the iPhone finally got around to it. Is, yep. is this the same sort of thing where like some other some other CMS has been doing robots.txt files like perfectly, and we're just finally getting around to it? Or do you think that we've kind of finally hit this the stride where we're actually doing this well? I, I think there's plugins, the that have been,
1: there's plugins that have been doing this well for a while, right? I can't speak to other platforms uh and 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 what they've been doing, but there there's this has been handled by either plugins or um, just custom code for a long time. So this is a welcome addition.
2: Yeah. Hmm. Let's let's get a let's get an HT access or a uh, Nginx API in there. So yeah. I like if, it. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, I mean,
2: why not? Yeah.
0: <laughs> so um, what about a uh, lazy loading iframes? Um, uh, you know, I, I, think, I think this is good when you, when you have sites where iframes are being used like crazy. Um, there's still sites out there that are, have tons of iframes that are on it. I mean, the church that I work at, we had forms running through our, our uh, church management system that was running in an iframe, mm-hmm. which I absolutely hated. But now that, you know, it's like people are using APIs now people are having, you know, th- there's JavaScript that's writing this stuff onto the screen. Do you necessarily have to have, a uh, you know, uh, an iframe? So it's like,
2: if Jason, you do need an iframe, it's good. The, the water cooler site has iframes on it as well. You're embedding, yeah. you're embedding the YouTube player on your site. I know that there are a lot of people out there who embed YouTube videos on their site. Yep. Those are using an iframe embed. And basically, to be able to, to take this out of the hands of uh, adding yet another plugin to your site to, and there are a ton of iframe lazy loader plugins out there to basically take this out of their hands. I mean, they added lazy loading on images. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the Google devs who contributed to WordPress, like you did that with images. Now they're doing it with iframes. Great. From a performance perspective, uh, loading an iframe when you actually need it or when you're coming up on it instead of just right at page load time will be fantastic for, for performance.
1: Yeah, I agree. I, I agree as well. Um, and, and, you know, we should lazy load all the things. It's <laughs> as simple as
0: that. Just I mean, make the whole page lazy load. Yeah, yeah. Lazy load. Oh, let's.
2: Yeah, let, let's let's start lazy loading blocks. Like just load the block right before you need it, not anything else. Why not?
0: I I totally missed this comment, Cosper, but this cracked me up. But I saw the
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Good job, Remember,
0: JD. It- what, blah blah.
1: Was it Gwalp? Gwalp. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you should uh you should read the comment for anybody that's listening on, on audio.
0: Oh yeah, it said that a uh, cosper, cosper dress for the occasion gray with a little blue. Yeah. That's Good awesome stuff. Good stuff.
1: Uh, that's awesome.
0: Speaking uh, of programming things, you got uh jQuery uh 3.5.1. So,
1: so let's let's spend a little time on on what's happening with jQuery yeah what's leads do with jQuery in the past couple of versions of WordPress and WooCommerce. Um, Tell me more on Steve. It's, um, it's, uh, <laughs> it's bad. Um, it's, I know that it's, it's necessary, right? All the upgrades are necessary. It needs to happen. Uh, right. But it's been, it's been breaking a lot of stuff for a lot of people. Um, and so if you're not using a lot of plugins and your, your, your theme is up to date um, it's, um, you're probably not even going to notice it, right? But we've inherited a lot of sites. I have clients that run, uh, you know, outdated plugins. I have clients that don't up, you know, not, not the sites that we maintain, right? But I have some clients that like to install their own stuff. And, and it, it's it been a nightmare. This jQuery migrate uh, conflict has been, just been a nightmare. Have, have you guys experienced any of this? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I mean... I have a friend of mine who is a plugin developer who has a lot of plugins, both in the repo and, you know, just publishes them to GitHub because they don't want to go through the whole repo approval process. They're just scratching their own itch. They're like, I have no idea how many of my plugins actually need jQuery migrate uh, because I have I like I don't keep track of that sort of thing. I just develop for the thing that I need to do. Hey, it works. Great. And now they're scrambling to figure out what's what's breaking, what's not breaking, etc.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Um it's um again, I'm not I'm not necessarily faulting
1: anybody, right? It has to be done. Right. The Jake, Jake, this stuff has to be updated. There's no good way to go about this. Right. There's really no way to win this this war, but there, you know, now that WordPress is forty percent of the internet, right, and there's you know, tens of thousands of plugins out there, and and mo- many of them are not maintained regularly. We're going to have uh, JavaScript conflicts. That's just what's happening, right? And so, um, you know, a lot of it is is stuff that feels kind of edge casey, right? It's not stuff that's really breaking a website. A lot of stuff's yeah. happening in the dashboard. That's where we're noticing that stuff, right? So um and I'll give you for instance, when you know a couple of versions of uh, ago of WooCommerce, when when WordPress was updated, WooCommerce was just not working, right? There were just menus inside of WooCommerce that that weren't visible. So that that is their own plugin that it's happening to Right. And so that's, that's where we're seeing it. It's really on the, on the dashboard side versus the, uh, versus the front end side.
2: Yeah. And I, I did a quick check when you said tens of thousands of plugins, we are six plugins short of uh, 58,000 plugins. I was
1: close. I knew I was close. Wow. So yeah, yeah.
2: That's, that's a 10. Yeah. It's a tens yeah. of thousands.
1: Is yeah, a, a sure. I, don't, I think that's a word. Um, anyway, so, um, you know, it's not, this is not a, uh, a comfortable transition, uh, on this whole jQuery migrate stuff. And so I think with five, seven, more of this is coming. Just expect it, uh, expect that if you're upgrading, uh, if you're just clicking that upgrade button and, and you have some plugins that required, um, jQuery, you're gonna, you, you, you may encounter some problems in the dashboard. Oh, um, I've seen, um, one of the, one of the other, uh, plugins and I, I hate to mention it on the show. One of the other plugins that I see breaking quite a bit is WP bakery, right? And so, um, the ba- bakery, <laughs> if you, yeah, I know, I know, I know that's, that's weird, but if you're using bakery and you upgrade to the latest version of WordPress, uh, it, expect inconsistencies on the, uh, in the dashboard, look, expect inconsistency with, with WP bakery anyway, but especially with, uh, upgrading to newer versions of WordPress.
0: Good old visual decomposer, yeah. <laughs> um, um,
1: So that's uh, so that's that's one thing that's that's um uh, that's been a pain. Um. um just yeah, yeah, and we can get into some of the developer stuff that's been uh uh that, that that's been added here. You know, a lot of it it's it's just you know kind of cleanup stuff. But that was the biggie is the uh, is the the jQuery up, upgrade,
0: which has you just know, been well, going on and on and on forever. Yeah. Well, how <laughs> many?
1: Sorry, before we move on from that, how
0: yeah are we are we up to date
1: with jQuery now? How I, I wonder what jQuery's cycle is, right? Like, uh, how often are they upgrading, and how often does WordPress need to bring in that upgrade? And I'm wondering if those can. This is is it going to be a terrible suggestion, but I'm wondering if that can somehow be decoupled so that you can upgrade on mm-hmm. different cycles rather than having WordPress be what up, upgrades your jQuery for you. Well, they're on 3.60. Who? jQuery? Yeah. <laughs> and what are we what does WordPress 5.7 now have? Um, what was it? Let's see here. Uh, oh, my goodness. I'm sorry. Again, I, it's a terrible suggestion. I'm just wondering if there would be a way for me to go in and force a jQuery. And I and I, and now that I'm thinking about it, I think there is a way for a way to do that. Again, it's the uh, I'm, what I'm suggesting is going to break even more stuff. So yeah, it's been a long uh, week. W-
2: <laughs> it's been a week already.
1: It has. <laughs> yeah. This week, this week's been a long year.
2: Yeah. No. Um, one thing I'd like to shout out since we only have a, a few minutes left, it's, it's not a, a huge thing. It's a huge thing for me uh, because I have built a little stub plugin to take care of this. Uh, a few versions of, of WordPress ago, but uh, the block editor now uh, no longer uses Google's Noto Serif font um, in the block editor. It's actually using like a, a native font. So on Windows, it'll use a, a native font for Windows. On Mac, you know, on Linux, etc. Um, I like this uh, from a privacy perspective. I really don't want Google knowing. Every time I open up my my editor to to write a, a blog post, to edit a page, anything else, um, you know, having that query there, uh, you know, I, I I didn't appreciate it, so I I personally unhooked it. But I'm glad now that everybody else also gets that. Um, but also, it's it's about making Gutenberg faster. It's about um, having not having to worry about downloading. Uh, that couple hundred K of a web font, even though it's cached that first time, you know, oh, I've got to load a font now. Like, no, 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 just use what's built in. And I mean, at one point they had disabled using a Google font in uh, Gutenberg. And they just kind of brought it back quietly and didn't make a big deal out of it. So yeah. it looks like they're finally like writing the course there and taking it back out and saying, okay, that's we're, we're good here. Nice. That's nice.
0: Yeah. I think anytime you're able to speed up, um, you know, speed up that, the, the creation process, then you're not having to sit there and wait for things to, to load and stuff, especially when it's something like that. Cause it's on the dashboard side, you know, yeah. Or at least on the logged in version of the side.
2: Right. And I mean, even, even with, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) even, even with, um, you know, like them taking that out of Gutenberg, like I I would implore uh, folks that unless you really need a web font, like why are you adding that extra little bit? I mean, it may be a really cool web font and then it's totally fine by me, but, um, using the native fonts like if you can get away with it is it's just nice like you're you're not really um leaving your customers to download that extra bit of whatever just so you can get uh you know a nice little ligature on your f or whatever like Mm -hmm. all right like maybe you want that for your headline but I mean, I, I see it and go, "Ooh, that's nice," and then I'm like, "But wait, how much is this costing me?" When I I look at the page, makes sense.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: Um, I, you know, I, I, frankly, until you said that, I didn't really even think about uh, that kind of stuff and what's slowing down the dashboard. Right. The more, the more we can pull out of the dashboard and just kind of have native, right? The, the better because. I find that the dashboards just getting slower and slower with each release. And again, it may not be WordPress fault. It may be plugins, right? There's a lot going on, but, but. Okay. Uh,
2: so didn't think so about going, that. going back in to actually, I, I figured out a way to bring back in that, uh, that podcast that you guys did last week while I was out, like listening into that, um, you talked about how, um, WordPress, like a plugins, especially will load CSS and JavaScript that you don't need, uh, like, you know, uh, like a theme, will load it's CSS in the dashboard and you don't need it. If you're not on the actual like customizer, Mm -hmm. like let's, let's actually, I mean, I would like to put that on theme and plugin developers to like, Hey man, let's sort this crap out. Let's actually not load, let's load what we need instead of loading all this crap or dashboard
0: specific CSS and JavaScript being loaded on, on the front end. It's like, why is this even here? Why is this, why does this even exist? This stuff needs to be only in the dashboard. And even then you should really be thinking about how you're kind of uh, approaching that too.
2: Absolutely. Yep.
0: Well, look at the time, look at that. <laughs> Guys, thank you. Thank you very much for hanging out, as always. We really appreciate it.
1: This 30-minute show is a long
0: week, I tell you. (laughs) It is. It is. Here's our (laughs) outro. Thank you. See ya. Go over to wprecord.com/slash subscribe, where you can subscribe to this podcast, as well as the other podcasts that we have on the network. And I want you to go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate that as well. Talk to y'all later. You have a good one. Bye-bye.